Hello there, Tom Allen here on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose on Virgin Radio. I arrived this morning and we were all having a chat here, myself and the other people who who seem to be here. And um, we were talking about, is it, is it the time of year when spiders come into the house? And I'm sorry if you've got arachnophobia, I also have it. But it seems like the time of year when the bigger ones come in. I don't know why I find this so alarming. You know, they're not they're not massive. They're not tarantulas, but they're just bigger than normal ones. They seem to decide that they want to come into at least my house. I I don't mind I don't mind them. I just don't like it when they move. Um, for example, Daddy Longlegs. Fine with those. I don't know why. I think it's because they have a sort of playful dance that they're always doing that is quite, you know, unthreatening. But a spider just sort of stays there and then moves. I find very unnerving. Sorry if this is very upsetting for anybody else who's arachnophobic. But I want to know what can I do to maybe ask the spider to leave because I don't. I want to be humane about it. I walked past it. It, it was st- stood in my spare room uh, and I gasped when I saw it. And then I did what any other 38-year-old man would do and I phoned my mother. She said, why don't you just view it as a friend? You know, it could be, it, it could have just been coming in to say hello to you. Why don't you just enjoy it? Um, and I said, no, I don't want to do that. I don't like it when it moves. She said, well, you've got a number of options. Um, one of which was you can um, get an old woman to swallow a fly and she might swallow it uh, for you. Or um, you could chase it out with a towel, which I think is kind of an unusual idea because um, I think it would... I I don't like like it moving and sort of chasing it with a towel feels like that's going to encourage it to move and also would make me feel like a very very disproportionate matador uh, sort of trying to guide it out with a piece of cloth. So I don't, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Do you have any advice? Let us know. Have you got any tips? Uh, I know there's the one with the glass and the piece of paper. That's the best one. But I don't like to be that close to it. I'm a little bit scared. Somebody else said you can put conkers in the corner of your room. Is this true? Please get in touch and tell us because I am very anxious about it. Um, and one way or another, we're going to solve this situation in, in a very happy way, I'm sure. So just drop us a line. OK, thank you very much. And this week's Saturday Night Dinner, return to Virgin Radio. Let's see how you got on. Now it's time to play everybody's favourite game, Saturday Night Dinner. <gasps> yes, one lucky caller is in with a chance to win a bank holiday BBQ-themed gift box, courtesy of Waitrose. And I know on the line is, is our player, it's Victoria from Kafili. Hello. Hello, Victoria. How are you? Hello. Very well, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm just wonderful, thank you. I'm having the best time. And um, I'm very glad to speak to you. How's Kafili today? Lovely. Beautiful blue skies. Very sunny. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What have you got planned? Well, I had a glamorous morning mm-hmm. cleaning the bathroom. Oh, um, did you buffing the taps? Yes. <laughs> You've got to keep um, them shiny. And then, and then, and then I'm um, having my niece over for a sleepover, so there'll be oh. movies and popcorn. Oh, that's evening. nice. And a, and a nice film. Yes, what, definitely. What film do you think you'll watch? Oh, I don't know. They'll they'll go on Disney Plus and they'll choose something, I'd oh. imagine. Oh, so you just have to sit sit through it, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, what a fun thing. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can get you um, a, a wonderful BBQ-themed selection of things to have for dinner. That would be yes, nice, please. wouldn't it, Victoria? Um, do, you like, do you like to do a BBQ? Uh, my husband loves to. He's the chef in the house. Oh, is he? Yeah. What does yeah. he? What does he do? Coal or or wood or? Oh, coal. Yeah. Gas. Coal. Oh, coal. Coal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Patisserie. 
Greek barbecue, that sort of thing. He yeah. does patisserie on it. What did you say? R- r- sorry, rotisserie. Oh, I was going to say he's clever. I thought he did patisserie on the barbecue. Not yeah, no pan of chocolate. No, no <laughs> barbecue. My delicious char grilled, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almond croissant. Um, oh, nice. Oh, Victoria, what a what a lovely time you're going to have. Lovely clean bathroom. Yeah. Have you put out new towels in the bathroom? That's what I like to do. You know, like clean towels. I have, yeah. And do do do, do the other people in your house? Um, I know you mentioned your husband. Is he good at putting the towel back? Because I get very annoyed when I clean the bathroom and then I have yeah. to rearrange the towels nicely after other people have messed them up. They're not great. I've got two teenage boys. They're not great, I'll be honest. Oh, Victoria, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, that must that would be very frustrating. Put the towels back properly, please. You, I didn't spend all morning cleaning the bathroom for fun. It wasn't for me, you know. That sort of thing. Yeah. Is that the sort oh, of... That's you're listening sort of... to me. You, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. Exactly that. Nothing, nothing works better than, uh, than passive-aggressive uh, <laughs> ire. Um, now, we are going to play this game. This is, as, you, as I'm sure you know, Victoria, you play it course yeah. by course. So we're going to go firstly with our main course. Uh, and our main course, courtesy of Waitrose, is their number one free-range Lincolnshire pork sausages with essential Waitrose hot dog rolls. Ooh. Yes. They're lo- lovely sausages. Do you like uh, do you like sausages done on the barbecue? Yes, of course. Of course. A bit of a hot dog, yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, my first question to you for the sausages and the hot dog rolls is, which band sang Hot Dog Jumping Frog Albuquerque in their 1988 hit The King of Rock and Roll. Oh, my husband will kill me if I don't know. I've got options. I've got options for you. It's oh, it's multiple choice. Don't panic. Thank you. You don't don't you worry, Victoria. (laughs) We'll help you. Is it A prefab sprout? Is it B Aztec camera? Is it C madness? It's A, prefab sprout. Let's find out if that's correct. Oh, the hot dog. Yay. Hot dogs and buns on their way to you in Caffelli. Oh, that's, that's great. Your niece will, will eat this evening when she comes around. Yeah. She'll be so excited. OK, we move now to the price two oh, as part of the bank holiday BBQ theme. This is the raspberry tarts. Short crust mm. pastry filled with tangy heritage raspberries on a raspberry compote uh, from lovely people at Wait. Now, it's all themed, you'll notice, all themed to the prize. This question is, Prince famously sang about what item of raspberry clothing? Oh, I know this already, I think. Well, well, don't rush, because I've got three options. Let's Look, we've got to fill the time, (laughs) so come on. Uh, A, raspberry bow tie, B, raspberry bracelet, or C, raspberry beret? Uh, One of my favourites, C, raspberry beret. Let's see, is that correct? Of course it is. Yay. But I, I would love to have heard. I'd love it if you'd gone raspberry bracelet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> raspberry bracelet. Um, okay, doing very well here. We've got so we've got a main course and we've got an afters. Great, but you'd like a glass of wine, I imagine, for yourself, wouldn't you, Victoria? I really would. Yeah. <laughs> you really would. It's been that kind of week. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, then our third prize is some booze. It's San Leo Norello Mascalesi Rosato, non-vintage from Waitrose. It's a rosé Italian wine. Uh, this is very, very popular. Italian sparkling wine is enjoyed in Venice and all over the world. Fragrant bouquet, fresh fruity flavour, gentle mousse, make it an ideal aperitif for parties and everyday celebrations. Do you know what I wish, Victoria? I wish I'd, I wish I'd practised saying the name of it before. 
Natasha. Because <laughs> um, I sounded like somebody who, like a, a British person on holiday in the 1970s who just bought a guidebook and started reading it in front of, in front of somebody Spanish or Italian. Um, now, uh, San, San Leonero Mascalesi Rosato Envy, non vintage from Waitrose. The question is which, to win it, right, which American band had a hit in 1992 with Bed of Roses? I mean, it's a play on rose. Which American band had a hit in 1992 with Bed of Roses? Was it A, R.E.M., B, Bon Jovi, or C, Journey? Oh, I'm not totally sure. Mm. I think it's B, Bon Jovi, but I'm wrong. Well, I'm afraid we'll have to find out. Let's see. <gasps> of course it was! <laughs> Victoria from Caffilly. Oh, after all your work in the bathroom, getting that getting that lime scale off the side of the bath, tidying up the towels, buffing the taps, you are going to be in receipt of uh, the hot dogs, the raspberry tarts, and of course the lovely rosé sparkling, sparkling wine. Tom Allen on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's Waitrose. Virgin Radio. Oh, I'm so glad show chef Martha was part of the show handover. She's been busy with some treats for me. Saturday was all about a couple of nice additions to the barbecue, and on Sunday was a summer twist on a classic roast chicken. Martha? 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 Hello. Lovely to see you. In my details here, you're just listed as Martha. Is that because you just go by Martha? You don't have a surname. You're like Cher. I I am no. You're like Cher <laughs> or Lovejoy. A, I do have a surname. I wish I, it would be quite cool not to have one. Mm. No, like Delia. Like, Nobody knows. She doesn't need a surname. Does she, she doesn't need Nigella one. Nigella doesn't need a surname. That's true, isn't it? <laughs> that is very Beyonce. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> Inspector Morse, just Morse, isn't it? I'll take well, it. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, Martha, uh, I, <laughs> ITV's new brilliant detective and. Radio Chef <laughs> joins us today. Now, tell me, what are you what are you going to make? I hear it's something to do with with alfresco eating. It is indeed. I mean, we're on we're in the bank holiday weekend, as mm. everyone is probably sick of mm. hearing. But mm. it means it's the perfect time for a barbecue. The weather's looking good. It might yes. be the last one in a while. So get your barbecue fired up. And these are just some lovely dips. So oh. instead of the main event, you know you've got your barbecue on to do your burgers, your mm. chicken, to mm. your sausages. But mm. these are some extra little bits that you can throw on the barbecue. They work really well with those things you've made and also just with flatbreads. So we've got two dips. We've got a, a baba ganoush. Oh, <laughs> I love baba ganoush mainly because I just love saying it. I know, it's the baba best ganoush. word, isn't it? <laughs> baba ganoush. Um, and another one, which is a red roasted red pepper dip, which Ooh. is called mohamara. Mohamara. Yeah. Oh, these sound wonderful because I always think any kind of like entertaining, especially when it's outdoors, should be a, an opportunity to show off. And <laughs> yes. um, this sort of thing is the kind of unusual thing. This is not just, you know, I've talked about it before, the quadrant of dips you can buy. Where yes. You've got those ones and I don't know what they are. There's usually a white one and a pink no one, one knows what they and are. a green one and I don't know what they are. Or um, sometimes people buy hummus and then it doesn't get eaten because nobody fancies a carrot baton dipped in some <laughs> mushed up chickpeas. And then it goes a bit dry, I want to say. Mm. I might even use the word crusty. <laughs> and I don't like a crusty hummus. Yes. No, you want a nice, fresh, kind of zingy dip. And the thing mm. with, uh, with barbecues is that everything is coming off in dribs and drabs, so you need yeah. those bits to keep people full in yes. between the gaps. But I love that about barbecues. I like that it's relaxed. And, yes, yes I can't wait to tell you how I made these because <gasps> oh. it's lots of fun. Yes, well, I cannot wait to taste them. I'm going to taste them in a moment. Baba ganoush, do you know what it means? I did have a quick Wikipedia of it because mm. I thought you might ask. <laughs> mm. It's a sort of annoying question I might ask, isn't it? So there's a couple of interpretations, but the one I like Martha? best is... 
Spoilt old daddy. Spoilt old daddy. <laughs> Please pass the spoiled old daddy. Please pass that over. And that plate of, that plate of flatbreads. <laughs> oh, spoiled old daddy. Why is he so spoiled? Because he has... Because he just has a lovely, luxurious baba ganoush, you know? Baba ganoush. <laughs> spoiled old daddy. I love calling it that. Oh, well, I hope everybody at home is getting ready to make it. It's aubergine, isn't it? It is, yes. And I love it. It's, got that sort of, it's always got that smoky taste to it yes. that feels different to a lot of dips. It does indeed. And that is because the barbecue is perfect for it because you have to blacken it, which I will discuss. Oh, you're going to be talking about that later. I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun on that, Martha. I know there's a there's a system here. We talk about the dips, then we play a song, and and I taste the dips, and then afterwards we talk Indeed. about how they taste, and then we talk about how you've made them. Don't worry, listeners. I'm on board with the program. I get it. Do you know what I love as well, though, Martha? Is a flatbread. Oh yes, I love flatbread's it. good. You can make them from scratch, but I've, today I'm just serving them up with waitress have a Levantine range, and they do. It's called the Levantine table. These flatbreads are a part of that range, oh, and they're yeah. so good. This is the roasted garlic one because oh. can never have enough garlic. Yeah, I agree. I love garlic. I, I could have garlic all day. Um, and I Levan, Levantine the Levantine table. I've seen this in Waitrose. Mm. That's it's a very nice idea of introducing more Middle Eastern cuisine. Yeah, absolutely. Middle Eastern flavors, and so it has like ready meals and things like that, but also has ingredients like pomegranate molasses and all sorts. Of other oh, things, nice yeah. spices. Oh, I love Middle Eastern food. Mm, I love me the, too. the flavors that um, w- that aren't often seen in other cuisines. That are often like using quite a lot of fruit in savory mm. dishes and spice. So many amazing spices. Oh yes, I think this is going to be great. Um, now the rule is that I have to play a song before I can eat any of them because <laughs> nobody likes the idea of uh, a radio presenter eating on air. Mm. Have, have you ever experienced that, Martha? Um, I'm not sure I'd like to. No, I imagine <laughs> it would be awful, wouldn't it? It's like that feeling when you're with somebody who's eating and you're not eating. Oh, the whole yeah. nation would be feeling that Tom the oh, whole nation yes, would be the whole feeling nation. a bit like um, on Love Island when they leave the microphones on for all the kissing it's not nice I don't oh, like gosh. it I don't. I find it deep, deeply unsavoury actually uh, and not in a dessert sense I just don't like it um, so yeah but they, yeah. so we won't be doing that so we will be tucking in while you're listening to the next tune Martha have these been fun dips to make they have yes mm, are you proud of them go on then yes a... Martha proud you were pausing dips. there is that because you have low self esteem or because they're not very good <laughs> Hopefully because I have low self-esteem. <laughs> Let's hope you've got <laughs> I mean, low self-esteem. No. Um, do you have a favourite or can you not choose between your children? Uh, I love both of them. They're both different, um, mm. have their own qualities. I like the red pepper one. Just it's a bit unusual. People haven't tried it before. Yes, yeah, And of... hopefully you'll like it. Well, the pressure's on because I am a spoiled old daddy and I love a baba ganoush. <laughs> so that is my natural go-to, but I'm open to the roasted red pepper dip. So I'm very excited about this. Can you dip it? Yes, and I did. Martha, you made such wonderful dips. Oh, thank you very much. Now, I want to start with the roast red pepper dip. Martha, it, it's sweet and it's a bit mm. spicy, but it's it's beautiful. What's in it? Tell us how you made it. Yeah, so you were saying, like, most of the time when you see something as red pepper, it's just been flavoured with the tiniest amount of red pepper, like a hummus. But actually, this mm. is... The majority of it is roasted red peppers. So you want to get your red peppers, either stick them on a barbecue or stick them in the oven until they are literally black. So you don't have to do anything to them. Put the oh, whole yeah, pepper like into the oven. These right. Both these recipes are good for people who accidentally burn things because yeah. the point of both things is that they yes. should be burnt. <laughs> so yes. peppers in the oven, nice and black. Once they come out, pop the lid over the top or something. Put them in a bowl with a lid on just so the, the steam will remove the skins for you. That's um, a good tip. I know, it's very clever. And then they should just peel away really nicely. So you've got all that lovely red pepper flesh which by now should become really sweet and reduced and kind of sticky so you put that into a blender then we add to that walnuts um which you might not expect but yeah just adds lovely texture to the dip now you say it I did have, that was lovely. Mm, that was a lovely you. detail. There's a little bit of creaminess as well. Mm, so yes. You want walnuts, you want some breadcrumbs, some okay. lemon juice, 
and then blitz it all together with a clove of garlic as well. Oh. And then yeah. the final ingredient, which I think is the, the key ingredient in this, is pomegranate molasses. Now, which, what is that? What's so that? it's pomegranate juice, which has been reduced down and down and down until it's almost like treacle, really sticky and thick. But it's got such an unusual flavour. It's really tangy. Mm. Um, and you need that to really lift the dish, lift the dip and make it lovely and unctuous. Oh, yeah. And it is all of those things. Mm. Oh, I love it. Oh, when you put you. When you put the peppers in the oven, do you just put them on the on the rack? You don't have to put them on in a dish or anything? I'd put them on a baking tray, I think, just in case they no oil. weep a little bit. No, just literally bung them in. Just bung them in. Or put them on bung your barbecue. Them. Bung them on at the beginning whilst oh. it's warming up. Just oh, whilst yeah, it's warming them. up because it can go in the fire when it's a bit flamey. Oh, it doesn't mind a bit of fire. Doesn't mind. It's doesn't, very, doesn't very relaxed. Mind. Very relaxed about these sorts of things. <laughs> these red peppers, I've heard, um, and um, great band as well. And now we talk about the spoiled old daddy, Baba Ganoush. Absolutely. I see. I think I did try and make it once. Um, but what is your method? Because it's not. It feels like it's. It's quite complicated, but it's actually. It's not. No, it's not that complicated. And again, the vegetable is the star of the dish. So the aubergine is the star here. You want to take your aubergines and do the same thing as with the peppers. Stick them on the barbecue about half an hour until they're completely black and your friends will be looking at you like, what have you done <laughs> to that aubergine? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but what will have happened, or if you do it in the oven, is the inside will collapse kind of and become lovely and kind of really soft and sticky so you just want to kind of scoop that out from the inside it will be completely easy to you don't even need to blitz it in a food processor you literally really? just need to stir it and um, it'll be lovely and smoky as well because you've had I that lovely that black smokiness. crust on there yeah. then you want to add into that some lemon juice again with the garlic today's a garlic heavy day yeah <laughs> nice no finely chopped garlic some greek yogurt and then some tahini which is a sesame seed paste oh right yes and then stir that all together till you've got the, your favorite texture plop it in a bowl and then I've put some pomegranate <laughs> seeds on top because I think it's nice to have mm. I think a dish garnish is very underrated I cannot <laughs> I cannot echo your sentiments more Martha <laughs> um, absolutely if you're going to go to all that trouble make it look nice Abs- get maybe just anything on top just would be nice wouldn't it? herbs a little bit of spices a little bit of uh pepper or chilli or something like that yeah. Um, yeah, or some pomegranate seeds it just makes it look interesting otherwise you've got mm. kind of bowls of kind of greyish baba ganoush in particular is quite grey oh that's true isn't it <laughs> so Sarah it in Cardiff could use it on her wallpaper <laughs> but it's no but it's and you could put a bit of thyme leaf on it I think yes I have put a little oh. bit of thyme on there Martha you are wonderful thank you for explaining that all they all were deli- both were delicious as is the flatbread uh, those are those ingredients you can buy at Waitrose and if you want to get the recipes very straightforward very accessible recipes there on our Instagram page right now at Virgin Radio UK. And on Sunday, we had a summer twist on a classic roast chicken. So it's Sunday. Mm. You've got If you've got a roast in the oven, it's a good day, isn't it? Even mm. if you have it in the evening, sometimes it's mm. a, bit, a bit of a rush to get it for the Sunday lunch. So Sunday dinner. I agree. That's very. I, we always do that in our, in our family. It's got to be done, hasn't mm. it? But Sunday roast. A chicken is just classic. I feel like that's probably the nation's mm. favourite roast. Mm. Mm. Um, so sometimes in the summer, you don't want it quite as heavy. You don't want that kind of Christmassy chicken with all of the ro- root vegetables and things like that. Absolutely. I agree so much because it's so easy just to have very sort of carbohydrate-y, heavy... Yes meals when when it's as we can tell almost 20 degrees outside it's so warm <laughs> exactly so yesterday we had barbecue today we've got roast but it's a summary twist on a roast so what we've got today is a whole roast chicken <gasps> on a bed of tomatoes oh wow um that sounds great so so it's roasted on top of the tomatoes is that the idea it is i mean the tomatoes take a little bit less time than the chicken so okay. the chicken goes in on its own for a little bit first mm. has its own little party in the oven and mm. then the tomatoes join it halfway through but they mm. get lovely and sticky and blistered um, okay. and people often just think of tomatoes for pastas or salads and mm. they don't think or 
only get roasted for a Sunday lunch, a Sunday um, breakfast even, like yes. a, a proper full English. We were talking about breakfast earlier, Martha. Oh, Don't get I did a start. Can that. you imagine a roasted tomato <laughs> on on a bed sheet? Oh, that would probably be the worst. That would be terrible <laughs> on your linens, wouldn't it? How would you? It would be terrible to get it out. Yeah, yes. that would be quite tragic. Mm, but yeah, tomatoes, people beginning. don't think about having them with a roast chicken. They think, oh, they're for other things. But actually, they're brilliant. They're full of flavour. They're really seasonal in the summer. Yeah. Um, waitress do amazing varieties. They actually well, do a big pack, which is of specially selected seasonal tomatoes, which is oh. quite cheap. You get 750 grams, which is perfect for this recipe because they're yeah. a big old pot. It's something like £2.75. Oh. All these beautiful tomatoes, full of flavour, all grown in the UK as well. That's so exciting because I'm trying to do that more and more is buy food that's grown fairly locally because mm. I think that's better for the environment isn't it absolutely yes. and actually we forget a lady earlier was talking about apples grown in this country in Hereford um, but uh, yes. We, yes she phoned in she phoned in to tell us that just to tell us that oh, she's obsessed lovely. with apples well she also wanted to win a gift box she didn't but anyway it was great to talk to her but <laughs> she's, got um, she's got she's got apples she's got, how do you like them apples well hopefully a lot but um, tomatoes especially are grown quite readily in mm. this country and there are all these wonderful heritage ones and different shapes and sizes all different flavours what, what are the ones called that you recommend for, for this is there any spe- specific ones so for this one the recipe in particular states pom de moro tomatoes um, Martha, think... I'm going to let you into a little secret there <laughs> I actually asked you that question because I saw it on the list of things you put in front of me and yesterday I couldn't say something Italian and I thought I'll let Martha do this one that's well, Italian well I'm not actually sure if that was pronounced correctly but I said it with confidence. confidence you did it with confidence it's like a dancer if you, do, if you dance with confidence yeah. confidence in your face people don't look at who you about dancing criticize? who can criticise I totally Martha? agree but you can use any, any type of tomatoes for this you you can use can you? even kind of the big ones, just chop them up. It doesn't matter. The, the kind of golden ones are beautiful as well because oh. they get roasted under the chicken with lots of lovely herbs and garlic. I'll tell you more about how to make it and how to get that skin nice and crispy. Yes. OK. Oh, that's what I oh, want to know all about that. So important. Are, I am a bit obsessed with roast chickens, I'm not going to lie. So mm. I am very into this whole scenario. Martha, it's delicious. Oh, thank you very much. Congratulations. Tell me, how it's, the, the chicken is, is not dry, which I think is Excellent. a challenge. For for a lot of a lot of cooks, I, mm-hmm. myself included, and um, the tomatoes are so they're so sweet and also um, I want to say unctuous. Is that the right yeah, word? I like that. Yeah, it kind of means really sticky and intense. Which yes, I think they are. Which they are. Which you want. It's Absolutely. such a and it's light and it's not with. Martha's not done it with roast potatoes, which I imagine you could do it with if oh, you're absolutely, if yes. you're proud of. But if you're going a bit Italian, mm. then you could have a bit of polenta, yes. which you've done, which is a lovely alternative. I have. I mean, polenta's so easy. I think people, is it? roast potatoes, they take so, they can be a bit faffy, can't they? Take a while. Mm. Polenta, you just buy it in the shop, especially if it's the quick cook version. It takes about eight minutes. You just, it's about like cooking couscous. You just put it with hot oh. water, give it a stir, and it's ready to go. A bit of olive oil at the end, maybe. Really? Yeah, it's as easy as that. Simple. Genuinely, it took me less than 10 minutes to make. Oh, well, don't say nice. that. I was, I was thinking you, you'd been working on this all yes, morning. So I should have pretended it took me ages. Just milling my own corn. <laughs> I know. And Martha, you're so dedicated. Tell us then, um, how does the how does it work with the chicken and the tomatoes? Do you put lots of is it lots is it lots of herbs with the tom- tomatoes? Mm, so I've taken a free range chicken. Um, Very good. I think that's really important. They're always mm. bigger, meatier. You get more of that lovely dark meat in the legs if it's free range because they've been yeah. running about um, mm. having their best life. Mm. Um, you want to take a lemon. Squeeze it all over the top of the skin and then stuff it inside. Oh. So this is I think this is a secret to moisture. I'm not an expert, but this is what I do at home. Yeah. Is you want to get lots of lovely moist things in the middle mm. so they kind of steam from the inside. Oh. And then you want a really hot oven. So don't be afraid of the heat. You want it as pretty much as high as it will go. Really? About 20-ish. 
Really? Stick it in. And then 50 minutes is normally enough. I mean, I really would recommend a meat thermometer. Yeah. Because right. the thing with the roast chicken is you just can't look inside. And mm. people do things by piercing legs and seeing if juices are clear, but it's very hard to be completely confident in that. Very good to be. So I would get a meat thorough. thermometer. They're not, you can get them quite cheaply and then you can just be certain. Do you know what? Mm. That's ready. Um, mm. So, yeah, you want to get it nice and I put some herbs inside as well. Yeah. A little drizzle of olive oil and some sea salt and black pepper on the skin. That's it? Yeah. No, no butter or anything like I've that? I've not gone for any butter or anything, no, just no? things that are crispy. Um, mm. Because I think the thing with butter, mm. it's delicious, but because it's got water in it, it can make the skin a little bit wet. Martha, I've been doing everything wrong, and I thought <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was great at roasting a chicken, but I have been making a lot of mistakes, I think. Would you ever recommend doing it upside down? Do you ever do that? I have done that a few mm. times, and mm. it does work. The only thing I don't like is it does look a little bit ugly when it comes yes, out. Yes, it doesn't look as presentable. <laughs> this You're one right. looks like a proper medieval banquet chicken. Yes, I've it does. undone the string so it's like properly up. Oh, yes. Henry VIII would be proud of this chicken and polenta and tomato. So it goes in for half the cooking time, about half an hour. Then you chuck all your lovely tomatoes into the chicken juices. Oh, yeah. Underneath the chicken, mm -hmm. back in for 30 minutes. It kind of makes its own saucy gravy thing underneath. Yeah. Then you take it out, give it a good rest. Okay. The chicken's worked hard in that oven. It needs a rest, otherwise how, it will be tough. How long would you rest it for? I would go for 15 minutes. 15? And um, I think it makes such a big difference. If you try and cut it straight away when it's come oh. out of the oven, those kind of meat fibres are so tense because they've been hot and they, mm. all the water just oozes out and it won't be lovely and moist. So ah. leave it to rest. Then get your carving knife, hack it apart, pull it if you're not confident in your uh, <laughs> carving abilities. Yeah, you can do that. You don't yeah. have to be... I think people get a bit obsessed, don't they, with like, oh, it's got to be carved oh, yeah. like, I'm on, like I'm on an advert for stuffing. It's so and difficult and every chicken is different. So some you won't be able to different. carve it like every you would in an advert. So just pull it apart with two forks, pull those legs off, make sure everyone has a nice chunky piece of meat. Yeah, and you're good to go. Oh, great advice, Martha. I love that, and I think that's such a nice alternative to do on a Sunday afternoon, bank holiday. If you don't want to be in the kitchen all day, mm, getting sure. too hot, then um, you know, just maybe put a bit of polenta on the side, bit of olive oil on top, and uh, you know, good to go. Perfect. Oh, I love that. I think we're gonna gonna have some more of that right now. Tom Allen on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's Waitrose. Virgin Radio. Well, everyone's had a go. I guess it's my turn to play Guess the Guest with you too. So, with Graham away, did we get a winner? Hmm, let's find out. Guess. The, uh... uh the, um... Guest. Guest. Guess the Guest. Yes. I, we know you love it. And uh, we played a little clip of one of the guests on Graham's uh, television show. And then we asked you to guess who you thought it was. Shall we remind ourselves of that very voice? Yes, we shall. I went into the bathroom and I went into the stall and I, I went to uh, lower myself into the correct position. <laughs> well, I believe to be the correct position. Yes. <laughs> and then... Under the door slipped a hand with a phone. No. And a female voice said, selfie. No. Mm, it's, yes. a, it's a difficult one, I think. I've, I'm not sure. We've got our first caller on the line. It's Sarah in Wales. Sarah. Hello. <gasps> Hello. How are you today? OK, thank you. Are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, Sarah. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> what are you up to on your bank holiday Saturday, Sarah? Well, all my family have gone to Reading Festival. I'm stuck doing the decorating at home. All your family? All of them? Well, two of them. <laughs> two of them. Oh, I was going to say, yes. like, your grandparents, newborns, <laughs> yes. everybody's gone. My partner and my son and my other daughter. Oh, yeah. oh that's <laughs> nice. Your partner and your son and your other daughter. I'm sure she feels yeah. very special. Um, that's <laughs> nice. How's the um, decorating going, Sarah? What, what are you working on? 
3D wallpaper in the bedroom. 3D wallpaper in the bedroom? Are you out of your mind? You'll never sleep. You'll be living in a magic eye. On the back. On the back. Oh, behind the bed. 3D wallpaper. Yeah. What's the image? Flowers. Well, uh, flowers. flowers. <laughs> oh, 3D flowers as you go to bed, as you're getting ready for bed. Oh, well, I'm sure there's nothing nothing terrifying about that, Sarah. In navy blue. Oh, anyway. in navy blue. Have, <laughs> yes. you got, have you got a wallpapering table up? That's that's my favourite. My dad yeah, used to get up the trestle table. Yeah, in the kitchen. In oh, the kitchen, yeah. You've got the wallpapering table in the kitchen. You're putting the paste on in the kitchen, then you're running up the stairs to put it on the bedroom wall. Yeah, I can't move my bed. It's too big and I've just broken it. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> We're learning a lot about you, aren't we? Um, but I'm just, I'm just worried about you running up and down the stairs with wallpaper. Please be careful, and still make, and still, and yet she still makes time to pick up the the call. I imagine you've got a phone in the hall, and you picked up the phone and you phoned us because you think you know who this voice mm. is. Mm. No, I'm not sure. It's, but I was anyway. the same. I was the same. Well, Sarah, who tell us? This is for a fifty-pound waitress voucher. Fifty-pound uh, waitress mm. voucher. Sarah in Wales. She doesn't tell us where in Wales she is, just generic Wales. <laughs> Sarah in Wales, please tell us who you think that voice is. Mini Driver. Oh, oh no. no, Sarah in Wales, it's not Mini Driver. Never mind. Oh, I'm never. Speak to you. No, it's been lovely to chat to you. Please be careful on those stairs with all your wallpaper paste and your 3D flowers. I mean, gosh, what a, what a thought. You know, Reading's a long way from Wales, so uh, it is. you know, About four hours. is it? Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. just be careful because they'll be, they'll take a while to get back. Anyway, yeah. Sarah, on that note, um, go oh, slow, but so take care and um, all yeah. the best. All right. Oh, all right. Thanks, okay. Bye. 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 Uh, okay. Up next, we've got another caller. It's Kate near Car. Cardiff. Hello. Kate near Cardiff. Again, somebody who's not who's in Wales and doesn't want to be too specific about it. We just had Sarah from Wales and now we've got Kate near Cardiff. Kate, uh, how's Cardiff or near Cardiff today? Uh, beautifully sunny. It was this morning when we left. We've just driven up. We're just about to head into Birmingham. You're heading to Birmingham? We are today, yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, that sounds like a lovely bank holiday weekend. What are you going to do in Birmingham? <laughs> no, well, we've just moved down to um, Sully, near Cardiff. Oh. And we're coming back up to spend the weekend with uh, family and friends. Oh, um, OK. That sounds, that sounds very exciting. Now, your signal's not great near Cardiff, so I'm just going to ask you, who do you think the voice is? I think it's Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Now, funnily enough, that was my guess. Let's see, is it correct or not? Oh, we're both wrong. Oh, Kate, I'm sorry. Good luck with your um. Good luck on your journey, Kate, and good luck in um, changing phone providers who've got more reception. Uh, Kate, thank you for joining us. Uh, my my third caller now is Casey. Casey, are you there? Hi, Tom. How's it going? Ah, uh, it's going great. Thank you, Casey. How are you? Were you having a nice day? Yeah, yeah, just pottering around. Pottering around. Lazy what? day, really. Oh, that's the best sort of day. What sort of, what sort of thing does that involve? For me, it's sort of it's sort of folding tea towels. Is that the sort of thing you're doing? <laughs> just pottering around in the garden, really. Oh, garden pottering around. Have you got snails? Oh, oh. tell me about snails. Oh, Casey. I've I... about 50 over the fence. Oh, my goodness. They're having a Reading Festival of their own in your garden, aren't they, Casey? 
<laughs> but a very slow yeah. one, very slow one. But they have brought yeah. their own tents. Um, Casey, yes, <laughs> Casey, where are you calling from, if you don't mind us asking? Where about roughly? Don't tell um, us the full address. Godalming, sorry. God awful in Surrey. God-alming. Yes, I know yeah. it. Oh, that's so posh, Casey. Um, there was a, there were a couple of girls at my school called Casey, but they weren't called Casey. They were called Casey, where I went to school in Bromley. Casey, Casey, get over here. <laughs> Um, Kaisa <laughs> from God Alming. Now, you've listened to the clip. You've decided you think you know who the voice is. Now, now, Casey, please yeah. uh, tell us who you think this voice on Graham Norton's talk show is. It's, I think it is uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie. <gasps> oh, it's correct! Casey, what wonderful news. The crowd goes wild. People don't realise we have a huge audience here. Um, They've been silent until now. Casey, that's great news. You win a £50 voucher to spend in Waitrose. And you live in Surrey, so you know that there's a Waitrose on every corner. Oh, there's one in Godalming. Of course there's one in Godalming. I'm surprised there isn't more than one. I'm surprised they don't have a petrol station one as well. Um, That's classic Godalming for you. Oh, what, what, what might you buy, do you think, Casey? What have you got your eye on for £50? Oh, I might go for a roast dinner, I think. Oh, the trimmings. Oh, that's a nice thing, especially on a nice yeah. bank holiday, August bank holiday. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, Casey, well, enjoy that and um, think of us. Thank you so much. And um, we'll stay on the line and uh, all the Thank details you. will be relayed. Thank you, Casey. Thank you. And well done. Thanks, Congratulations. Tom. Thank you very much. You See you later. You do know I'm going to be called Kaysay from now on. You, you are going to be called Kaysay from now on, yes, I'm afraid. But people in Godalming in Surrey, they won't be able to do that voice. They're too posh. But, um, but good, good luck. Good luck with your roast. OK? Thank you. All bye. right. Bye then. Speak to you later. Bye. 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 Wasn't that a bit of fun? That was my first ever competition. Did I? I think I did it all right, didn't I? I didn't. I didn't do anything. I didn't. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I gave it to the right person, didn't I? Oh, hello. Thank you for listening to me, Tom Allen. I've had the absolute pleasure of joining you for the weekend, and I'm back again next week. So don't forget to come along. Catch me again on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose from 9:30 on both Saturday and Sunday. Tom Allen on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's Waitrose. Virgin Radio.